Good morning and welcome to Money Talk Extra, your weekly dose of personal finance. I'm Peter Lewis. On this morning's programme, we're going to look at ways in which you can plan and save for your retirement. Jimmy Lamb talks to a foreign domestic helper and hears some of her concerns. And in our investment segment, I'll talk to Vini Ye, co-founder of Value Partners, to hear his tips for successful investing. Please do get in contact if you have a financial difficulty or issue you would like our panel of experts to help you with. You can email moneytalk at rthk.hk. You'll also find us on Facebook. Our page there is Money Talk Extra on RTHK Radio 3, and you'll find plenty of resources, and you'll be able to download this programme to listen to it again if you so wish. Hong Kong is home to the world's most retirement-conscious population and leads Asia-Pacific in moving out of cash to generate retirement income, according to the BlackRock Global Investor Pulse Survey for 2017. 86% of Hong Kong investors have set savings aside for retirement. However, awareness of retirement needs and a more proactive investment approach have not yet produced the level of retirement income desired by Hong Kong investors. This is partly because all groups surveyed in Hong Kong are underestimating how long they will live, as well as their retirement saving and spending needs. The rise in overall life expectancy is giving rise to eight more years of required expenditure than is being perceived. So how do we create enough retirement income? Joining me now is Damien Mooney, Managing Director and Chief Marketing Officer for Asia Pacific at BlackRock. Good morning. Great to be here. So who did you survey and how did you conduct the survey? The survey is undertaken by BlackRock pretty much every year. This is the, the fourth year we've been running it consecutively. And we typically conduct the survey um, in around 18 to 20 countries around the world. So it's hence, it is a global investor pulse survey and we do it globally. Um, and it, this year we surveyed over 28,000 investors and investors uh, all over the world uh, using an external research agency. And what was you aiming to find out from them? What we're really trying to identify is themes that are affecting uh, investors and, and individuals around the world and trying to understand where there are common themes and drawing those out. But we're really focused on areas like are people thinking and preparing for their retirement objectives? Or how are they thinking about their main savings investing goals? And, and, and just a broader, a broader theme around financial literacy. And were there common themes that came out of that? What were they? Well, the world's a very different place, of course, and there are lots of different themes that run through countries and, and, and different areas. But certainly what we are seeing is ways, having conducted the survey over multiple years, we can start to benchmark and say, what's changed? Uh, for example, we see very divergent uh, themes around investor sentiment. So in some countries, investors are more optimistic than others, perhaps about the state of their finances or the state of their preparedness for their life goals versus other countries. And oftentimes that's influenced by other events in their country. So we see uh, consistent sort of views around how people express their sentiment for investing and readiness for retirement. Um, and the interesting thing that the survey brings out is that there are significant geographical differences, including here in Hong Kong. So what did you find for Hong Kong in particular? Well, I think one of the interesting findings about here in Hong Kong is the fact that um, in terms of retirement readiness, or at least thinking about retirement, Hong Kong investors actually stand out as being more, uh, more advanced and more forward thinking than many of the markets in the world. I presume one of the reasons why Hong Kong investors do come out highly in the surveys because we have the MPF scheme. Um, do investors rely too much on that, though, and maybe not do enough outside of that? Uh, well, look, I think there's certainly uh, – I mean, we don't, we don't go into the exact background reasons why people express their views necessarily because the, the survey would take forever to do that. But, you know, you're right. Actually, here in Hong Kong, we have obviously a 
the Mandri Province scheme, which has been is running now for a long time. So there's an embedded understanding of mm-hmm. the fact that people are have options to a safe mm-hmm. retirement. I think it's a moot point of whether you know it's it's enough for for Hong Kong investors, and certainly, you know what really drives the answer to that question is two things. One is, and this came out in the survey, two things actually have an impact. Number one, um, Hong Kong investors, you know, typically underestimate how long they're going to live. Mm. And I think that's clearly an issue around, you know, long-term savings provision and how much you're going to need in retirement, number one. And secondly, um, I think particularly as sort of different life events happen and different market events happen, right now we've seen a slight decline in the confidence of investors in terms of readiness for retirement. So, yes, they may be where they have access to MPFA and to the MPF scheme. They may be uh, investing in that. But I think it's been borne out uh, through many surveys, not just our own proprietary survey, that the MPF scheme is not seen to be completely sufficient and that most Hong Kongers are going to have to think of supplemental ways in which they're going to invest for the future. And I think that's borne out in the fact that our survey revealed that this year uh, only 41% of the investors think that they can achieve their, reti- their, their desired retirement income. Now, clearly, you know, retirement income come from many sources. So there's a recognition, number one, that, you know, yeah, we need to get organized around retirement, but at the same time, a little bit of a dichotomy in terms of, but the confidence levels in achieving their retirement goals is not quite there at the moment. So when you say they underestimate how long they will live, for how many years of retirement should we typically prepare? Well, that's a good one. The two of us in this call are quite young individuals, so we need to think very, very long term. <laughs> no pun intended. But, you know, <laughs> we estimate, and this is borne out by other research, not our own, that, you know, Hong Kongers have some of the longest life expectancy in the world. Uh, you know, for the average lifespan of a woman in Hong Kong is now 87.3 years. And for us poor old men, it's closer to 81.2. And if you think of any normal retirement age somewhere between 60 and 65, you, you need to at least consider 20 to 25 years of hopefully healthy retirement where you need income to sustain for that long. And I think realistically, what we're seeing is there's a little bit of a gap between how people think they'll need money in retirement and how much it's actually going to have to last for. So as a result of that, are people maybe having too high an expectation on the returns they're going to get on their investments? You've got it. Exactly right. I think that's clearly part of what we've also uh, identified is that investors are looking at uh, you know, 10% per annum type uh, yields as being reasonable. And I think if you look mm. at returns over the last five years or even the average return from the MPF schemes, uh, you know, a blended average, it's nowhere near 10%. So there's two issues there. Many investors understand that they have to say, but they perhaps have an unnecessarily um, optimistic view of how much they can expect in terms of their returns. And obviously, clearly the gap is the longer you live, the more you have to save. If your income returns or your investment returns are going to be lower than anticipated, you're going to have to put more to work mm. sooner to get to your retirement goals. And I think that spells into the this issue around this lack of confidence. I mean, the living costs here in Hong Kong are, are high and increasing. Uh, there's a lot of macro uncertainty in the world. I think these things definitely have an impact on, on, on investors. But I think the clear message we want to try and communicate is – you know, you need to get going as early as possible and don't underestimate how long you're going to be in retirement for uh, because we're all living longer and healthier lives. So in effect, people are just not saving enough if they're underestimating how long they live and overestimating what the returns are. They're going to be disappointed when they get to the point at which they retire and maybe find I don't have enough income as I thought I might have. Quite. But it is, this, is a, this is a dilemma for, for investors all over the world, uh, deferring 
retirement saving because there are other more important life events that maybe come up against you sooner. But there's no question that we we need to find a way as an an industry and working with with the government to make sure that we're communicating a clear message around how people should think about returning and saving for retirement, which is is a lifelong thing. And finally, let me just quickly ask you about millennials. What are they doing? Millennials, yes. uh, We know a few of those as well. I'm not one myself (laughs) anymore, I'm afraid. Um, It's a good good message of millennials. I think one of the probably more uh, interesting and surprising aspects of the survey this year uh, I think there's this sort of perception that as, uh, millennials are perhaps carefree and not really thinking about the future. There's other things they're more concerned about. Uh, perhaps they're a little bit more risk averse. But actually what we've seen is 81% of Hong Kong millennials we surveyed have already started thinking about some form of retirement saving, which is extraordinarily high and way above the average in Asia, which is closer to 69%. Maybe that's because more Hong Kongers here work closer to the, you know, it is a financial hub, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more investment literate and, and, and think about getting going. But it's quite noted that, you know, despite what may, may be perceived to be the, the common thing about, oh, millennials don't do much around their finances, uh, we've been uh, surprised by the outcome of the results this year. That's good news. It is good news. Damien, thank you very much. Thanks so much, Peter. Good to talk to you. That was Damien Mooney, Chief Marketing Officer for Asia Pacific at BlackRock.